So one of the things that I've always liked is usually in like bad guy movies, vampire movies, monsters, whatever, is like the movie where the bad guy wins. Um, yeah. Now, there's there's some famous examples of that. And then one that I know Kevin Smith would in, in agree with me on is Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Probably the, Definitely. Most, the most famous and greatest the bad guys win at the end of the movie out there. Um, you know, critically acclaimed, beloved, you know, lot, you know, leads to the next one. Like, you know, all the best of, of the bunch, the best, the best of the bunch. But, you know, there's there's some other ones that are a little more on the fun side, you know, um, Fight Club. It's not necessarily a bad guy, but like, I mean, they end up blowing up a building. Well, yeah, I and, mean, <laughs> it's a bad guy that you kind of side with. You because, side with, yeah. you, you know, it's you that, understand that the kind plight. of storytelling. You understand the plight of that particular human being. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, they're doing, they're doing bad things. I mean, they're beating each other up. They're blowing up stuff. They're trying to overthrow government. There's a lot of like weirdness in there. Fucked up my credit card. (laughs) The whole, the the whole shit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, matchstick men was one of my favorites back in the day when I saw it. It was very like, you know, which, you know, also falls under this, like oceans 11, the bad guys, you know, get the money, Mm -hmm. you know, matchstick men, you know, they kind of, they're con men playing con men, you know? Yeah. Um, and even then, like in the the trilogy of of Batman movies that that Nolan did, like that middle one with the Joker, like you know Harvey's dead, the Joker, you know, kind of. If you of haven't won. seen The Dark Knight by now, I have no sympathy for yeah, what's well, for what's a, what's happening to you right what now. Are, what are you even doing? Yeah, what's what's with your life? Harvey's dead. The Joker kind of wins. You know, Batman's now a bad guy. He's on the run from the law, and I'm like that ends badly yeah even though it's got that weird thing of like i he's not the hero we need but the hero we deserve or whatever whatever that line is that's very convoluted anytime you anytime you catch it was trying to be witty and yeah or whatever or like profound but like it was just like made people do the dog ear (laughs) cockhead (laughs) side like what do you mean (laughs) Uh, it was one of those that in the theater when you heard it you're like, oh, like while you're eating your popcorn, you're like, yeah. And yeah. then then when it got to your, your house, when it was like digital, you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. What? <laughs> you, you rewind. And I'm like, did I miss dialogue? <laughs> Is there additional dialogue I failed to on. hear? And you're saying that to your kid? Like, he doesn't understand. Like, I don't understand it. And I'm smart. <laughs> I know for sure that little kid don't understand no. what you're saying. Um, But anytime you catch the bad guy. And that motherfucker's laughing at you. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he won. Um, and that actually are- leads to a good segue. Speaking of catching the bad guy and him laughing, with I'm looking at at uh, uh, the list you sent me here, but seven, seven. Yeah, that that's a like those the, those first movies we mentioned. Those are all in like the the more fun and light. Yeah. Like there's some dark dark damn movies that are out there. Like seven, we're like. They caught the bad guy, but like your wife's head's in a box. Yeah, and he doesn't. And, <laughs> and he, yeah, and he doesn't care about dying. He's yeah. just like, hey, look what I look what I made you do. Oh, yeah, I have accomplished something. Yeah, like that's an evil, evil movie. And then the then like uh, it's a Denzel Washington movie. It's a little more abstract, but Fallen, and that's all about he's chasing a criminal that he thinks is a criminal, but it's actually a demon that can jump bodies, mm-hmm. and. He had like, you know, spoiler. I mean, I think it's a 1991. No, there's no, there's no, you don't need, look, (laughs) I I would say 15 years is the cutoff 
where you yeah. don't have to say spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, with the exception for movies like The Dark Knight, where if you didn't see it by now, you're not gonna. Yeah. You're not gonna see it. Um, but, but like fifteen, if it's more than fifteen years yeah. old, then it's wraps. Like yeah. you don't gotta say shit. Um, but like, you know, he he ends up trying to trap a demon and and kill it, like kill this, de- and the demon gets away. It was like it's like a hair by that hair of a cat kind of a thing, but like. <laughs> Gets away. Silence of the Lambs. People <laughs> love those movies, but those are like this is a he eats people and he gets out. <laughs> Let me tell he's you, he's gone. Me and my wife started watching the series Hannibal recently, yeah. and I must say, like, at, I'm I'm in that camp of like, yeah, he's a cannibal, but it's Hannibal Lecter. Like, come on, yeah. But just watching him just so casually serve himself a plate of human stuff and just go and just using the right fucking salad fork. (laughs) It does something like I had to, I think we were, we were watching it and I was having dinner. Normally I have an iron stomach and I'm watching this and I'm like, let me wait for the end of this scene before I take another bite because I don't want to have like that. I'm eating pork right now. Yeah. (laughs) It's making me think too much about where this pork came from. Uh, I don't want to have that like sympathy palate. Mm -mm, (laughs) I'm good. Um, And then like one of the last ones I think I was mentioning was Memento. Like it's a really good movie and it's like it's this interesting movie of like it kind of starts at the it starts at like the middle. Yeah. And then works its way out to the beginning and end. It was really cool. Um, But like basically that ending is. There's a guy who's got a mental, you know, a memory problem, and he tricks himself into hunting his friend that pissed him off and killing him. I'm like, fuck, (laughs) that's some dark shit. You know, in in the lighter category, but also movies that start in the middle and work their way out to the ends is Pulp Fiction, where every, pretty much every character in that movie is a bad bad guy. guy. Yeah. But, and, and so, like, there's no way, there's no version of that outside of reservoir dogs where like yeah the bad guy doesn't win. like somebody has to win yeah exactly and exactly. that's gonna be a bad guy so you know it's we we've got you know we've got our nerd cred for <laughs> going through like comic book movies and star wars and like you know tarantino fix and flicks and knowing where things go and what and how the genre works or whatever. So. You know what? Yeah. We do. And if anybody questions it, I'll probably kill him. <laughs> just, I just, I just want to throw that out there because okay. I know eventually it's going to happen where you didn't do the, no, don't, don't send emails. Yeah. Don't. I mean, even if you leave comments, that's fine. Leave comments. I'm not going to engage in any conversation of that type. So uh, this is the end of a species podcast, right? Uh, this is another episode, and we're talking about stuff. We're going to be. Uh, this might be an interesting one, though. <laughs> so I'm Jeff, and I am Adam. And today, actually, go, take it away from here. So we're we. This is a few months old. We'll just start with that because the Harley Quinn movie, as it was most commonly called, but it was Birds of Prey for general audiences. And then there was the elaborate audience title of Birds of Prey colon 
and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn because they needed to say Harley Quinn's in this movie because apparently people didn't get that or might misconstrue the title or something. I don't know. I don't really know what. But like, I, a movie doesn't need a title <laughs> that damn long. On if that, we're agreed. If, if you're talking about maybe like the fact that she's crazy and you're trying to just allude to that, like do it in the movie. You, know, mm-hmm. you don't need to do it on the title card. Like... We're there watching it. Like you've got us. You, you got our money. You know, <laughs> just you know, you don't need to talk down to us with that. But like, I saw this when it was in theaters, when theaters were still active, <laughs> and they were still remember take, theaters. They were still taking customers, you know, and showing movies and selling popcorn and doing the whole bit. Um, and I, that so this was like back in February, and I I keep going back in my back and forth in my mind because it was either this or call of the wild with harrison ford that i saw last i can't remember which i think i think it was this because i think we went to see call of the wild first because it came out sooner and we were worried it was gonna we knew it wasn't doing well and we were afraid that it was gonna leave theaters and we wouldn't be able to see it and so i think we saw that first and i think we saw this next so i would say this was late February, early March that we saw this movie. Right before it happened. Yeah, the incident. Yeah. <laughs> it's incidences? Whatever. Um, we're, now, we're now in uh, a stage five uh, pan, <laughs> pan, pan, pandemic idiocracy d- disaster. <laughs> so. Everybody everybody, stick your head in the sand. <laughs> um, um, but like that's when I saw it. And I know you saw it recently. Like two weeks within- ago? Three weeks ago? It had to have been like, yeah, within three weeks ago to a month. Oh, hmm. Time has no meaning anymore. <laughs> but it was probably around three weeks ago. You're looking at the same walls yeah. for 20 hours a day, and you go outside just to be like, oh, yeah, there is a world out here. <laughs> the sun still moves <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> Apollo and his chariot are merciful today. <laughs> um, so, but, but, yeah, I saw it on one of the streaming things Oh no, no! I actually bought it digitally. Oh, on on Apple Play or on whatever, something. Or the Apple Store. Let's call it Movies Anywhere because it, oh, now okay. everybody is in cahoots. So when you buy yeah. it on one, you bought it on everything. Yeah. But yeah, I saw it. You know, just I just saw it on yeah. and bought it. And really, I only I bought it because when I'm gonna go watch a Marvel or DC movie. If I'm going to watch it digitally, if I'm going to watch it stream, mm-hmm. I almost feel like I should keep the collection going. Like, oh, yeah. Definitely. I make no bones about the fact that I am not a fan of the DC verse at all. Yeah. With very few exceptions. Um, But I own <laughs> every single one yeah. of them. I, I hated Justice League. <laughs> like, I was trying to, like, justify... Batman v Superman. I'm like, it's a setup. It's a setup movie. It really needed to be two different movies. I'll just wait for Justice because that's what's coming. It's Justice League, and they're gonna. Set. I'm like, no. And I'm like, so I still like, I still hate just Batman v Superman less than I hate Justice League. But I hate Justice League. Justice League is so <sighs> fucking mishmashed or whatever. But I own that movie, and I, on, I, I own it. And on that, we're in agreement. <laughs> so. Um, when I when I went to see this movie in the theaters, me and my <laughs> me and my wife went, mm-hmm. and it had to have been late Feb- February because 
I think it came out on like the eighteenth or twentieth or something like that. I yeah. think we saw it on like the twenty eighth, like a week or two after. Um, but we went to see that movie, and this theater, like, this is a prime showing. This is like a Friday, Friday or Saturday at like nine thirty. 9.45, a 9.45 showing. So, like, a, the 10 o'clock movie area, the one where it's like, you see this, you stagger out of the theater, <laughs> and then you go home and go to bed. Like, that yeah. that one. And we're in this theater, and, like, we get, like, we've got our snacks and, you know, our foods and drinks and whatever, and there's no one in this theater at all. They're, like, we're the you only went ones. To, you went to our theater, the start, the, where we... You know, the, the one where we go see Star Wars. Yes, okay. we went to that one. And there's no one in this theater on a, on like a Friday or Saturday night. And I'm like... Which is unheard of. It, it really is, because it's in the center of kind of everything. Tourists go here and see movies here. Like, you know, we're on vacation. What do you want to do? See a movie. I'm like, we could see a movie back home. I'm like, yeah, but we're here. And At see this movie. specific yeah. theater. And so, like, it was weird to kind of be in there. And be like, this is a movie that's only been out like two weeks. It's a blockbuster, like highly promoted, big star, like comic book movie, which are big right now. Like, what is happening? And then I watched it and I was like, oh, this is why. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, though, that like I think about about two thirds of the way, a little more than half. Another couple came in and then snuck way to the back. I think for just a place to make out or whatever. But like they snuck in and came all the way to the back. And I was like, they weren't in here before. But like, or they were hiding so that it wasn't like they were embarrassed to be in there. Yeah, yeah I was too. So, so I'm not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but <laughs> I sat down and watched this this train wreck of quips and and pseudo girl power and and whatever else like man i i i didn't care for this this was this was difficult to see through and i usually when i watch something and i know something's bad because i know my wife is like she she can get into a good movie but there's sometimes when it's like did he like this should i say anything <laughs> Like, like, I, I don't yeah. like, I'll be like, look, I'm sorry. Like, cause I'll know, like I took her to a bad movie thinking it would be a good movie. And I'm like, this is so bad. Like, I'm sorry. We did that in Hellboy. Like we were like the, the, to be the opening credit clarity. Of, this is the new Hellboy. The, not yeah. The, not the old, not Hellboy. the old Hellboy, the new Hellboy. Like we sat, th- we got, got in there and the opening is in black and white. If I remember and like we got through that and then it goes to like, you know, the title card and screen or whatever and starts to pan out. And I looked at my wife and I'm like, I'm sorry, because <laughs> that opening is rough. It was a little comic book side mm-hmm. sided, but whoo, <laughs> I was like this. If this is your 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 like get them and get them to start eating the popcorn because mm-hmm. like, oh, nom, 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 nom. I'm like entertained or whatever. Like you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Like, this well, is because I was like. All right, all right. Like, should should I play on my phone? (laughs) So I don't want to be that guy. Here's the thing, and this is kind of where we, and and I say we part company, but I think it's the it's it's a it's a game of nuance and degrees, right? Like, so 
I'd I, love I'd love to hear the nuance in this movie. Well, no, I no, 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 no. I I'm think just they talking hit about, you over the head with it with a hammer. I'm talking about the nuance and degrees in our opinions. It's oh, like, okay. It's not just like you hate it, I love it. It's more like you hate it and I hate it less than you hate it. <laughs> like I and and I always reach back to like bad boys. Uh-huh. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. The first ba- Bad Boys is awesome. The but was it though? Like yeah, I love was. Bad Boys. We recently watched it because we're gearing up to try and see the third one. Uh, okay, but, like we got other stuff, but like we watched the first one. We haven't watched the second one yet. Okay, the first one is real is really good. Like it's like objectively, it's good. Now it still has some of the same Michael Bay. Blah, because like it was that, one of the first ones with that, like yeah. where it was like, oh, here's the here's gratuitous the can- shot, here's the gratu- the the, and the, the stuff s- that explodes for no reason, the low swoop and the lens flares and like mm-hmm. the upshot of the hero and whatever. Like it was the kind of the start of that, but like you hadn't been beaten in the face with it all the time, so it was kind of cool. Um, but but we did comment on the end of that movie when they're in the airport or whatever, and there's the gunfight around the planes, and like we're like. And we're like, there's so much fire. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's everything's so, exploding for no reason. Everything, and so and ex- so that's my point. Like you could you could dissect. Like if you really went in on Bad Boys, uh-huh. you'd be like, eh, plot. Come on, like really? Yeah, you, they stole so much stuff from the police department, and there's two guys going after the whole operation, yeah. and fucking what is it tia leone tia leone yeah like that's that's the (laughs) that's the calling all cars and you didn't call all cars until the very end yeah and then they then the backup missed the whole shit (laughs) and they just brought two like if you did you could do that and that's the first one yeah the second one has a thinner plot than the first one and the third one just hits you over the head with stuff but to me they're all awesome yeah because I look at bad boys as what it's supposed to be. Will Smith cracking jokes, Martin Lawrence cracking jokes, and them shooting stuff and Michael Bay making stuff blow up. I went to see two hours worth of that and I received it. And yeah. I'm like, thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go be beneath the surface and be like, well, you know, when this thing exploded, it symbolized life. No, no. It's just <laughs> kaboom. <laughs> wow. And then Will Smith going, woo! And then Martin Lawrence going, that mother, oh my God! And saying some catchphrase. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's all you needed. You just wanted a, You just wanted that stuff happening in a different place, recorded in a diff- with different angles, and you're good. And so with this movie, it's a similar thing. Like, is it a... Is the acting great? Hell no. Is... Is it... Is it... Would I even put it in the top, like, and this is a very low bar. Would I put it in the top five DC movies that have been out? No. Nope. But at no point was I like, eh, let me just turn it off, not watch anymore. You know, so (laughs) the reason I say that is I looked up the Rotten Tomatoes on this. And it's 78, which is considered fresh. Like where okay. they give you a tomato instead of the green Nickelodeon splat. Okay. And the audience score is exactly the same. Mm. Is also a 78 with a little tomato fresh icon. Yeah. I don't agree with that. No, I wouldn't agree with that at all. But my, is, but my is judgment is off by like maybe no more than 10 points of there. Lower. 
as opposed to where I think you are probably in the 20 to 25 points lower. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about where I'm at is the 25 points lower. And and is, I think a, a lot of that has to do with like the in this movie, I to me, the whole of the movie is bigger than the sum of its parts. And to you, I think the whole of the movie is just about equal to or less than the sum <laughs> of its parts. So the acting in this is is not bad. Margot Robbie is a good actress. Margot Robbie does well. She does a great job of like trying to pull in that '90s Batman animated series Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, the the new additions that have come into this are unique and different. And I haven't seen a lot of the other actresses that are playing in this in much else, but I felt for the parts that they were given, they were done well. Um, Ewan McGregor, I know, can do better than this. Like. I, <laughs> I've I've seen him in a number of things from uh what was the the shining to uh doctor doctor sleep. Yeah. We saw that. That was really I mean like he did so well and like he can pull off a, a American accent very easily like mm-hmm. it's, knowing that he's Scottish, he's Scottish. Um he can pull off an American accent really easily. He did really well with it. I think he played and acted that great. This is some over the top. I don't. I don't even know what. Like, is 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 he a womanizer? Is he not a womanizer? Is he crazy? Is he calculated? It, is it calculated nonsense? His character wasn't delivered well. I, I don't think, know. <laughs> I think a lot of it had to do with the the and and I, I'm very careful to say like the way I interpreted the acting. In this movie, because I, I disagree that the acting was good. I thought it was, uh, with the exception of Margot Robbie, who I I thought barely passed. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought this, the, the acting was, everybody was almost doing the same thing. Well, there's there's a lack of character differentiation. Yeah. And, which, and is, like, which, which I feel is the majority of this whole movie's problem is a writing problem. Because, mm-hmm. like. All the 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 movie's beautiful to look at, like uh, Black Masks Club, the the um, uh, amusement mile, uh, where where uh, the cityscapes and like all the like the way her yeah. apart, the way her apartment looked. Every place that they went was great and well designed and believable. It, but it's how you get from one place to the next where you're like, what the living actual shit. <laughs> So it's it to me, it's like the way I look at this movie and I am going to use this. This is very flimsy. I look at it almost like a movie that is happening through Harley Quinn's eyes. And therefore, all the stuff that we see that doesn't make sense is because we're seeing it through Harley Quinn being crazy. Now, having said that, it's delivered in a very bad way. Like it's not delivered. Mm -hmm. For example, Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, that movie is a masterclass in how to deliver like these these little nuanced, yeah, like because he's seeing things stuff. Where it's like we're seeing stuff through the Joker's eyes, right? Yeah. But also, like, there's not a whole lot of differentiate differentiation from his point of view. That yeah. movie, I don't remember a hundred percent, but like that movie is like ninety five percent his point of view. Through that thing. So like, yeah, you can play on like, did he see this or did he really not see this or whatever? This has people jumping scenes, telling stories, going to this, going to that. Like she's in. I remember when we first talked about it. More than half. It's like 
X amount of minutes about a sandwich. <laughs> there was this, and this will, and when we get into some of the like the con, more cons of this, like holy crap. Um, I mean, and this is this was also marketed kind of like as a female empowerment movie, and I am all for like female empowerment, strong women, and and whatever, and I'm also all for like the the greater dissemination of comic book material because i think a lot of people look down on comic books for the fact of like oh it's a kid's thing and i'm like no there's some like great yeah moving heart-wrenching ins- inspirational stories that are written in here and some of the uh the the deeper themes that you can find in in most of art you can find in comic you books. can find in comic books and you know coping with loss and revenge and trust and beauty and what like all that it's it delve a little deeper than like superman you know knocking an asteroid or you know to to talk about like the female empowerment thing i feel like all right if you look at um another margo uh kidder okay her lowest lane was a like huge female empowerment character. That could, As yeah. in, she's here hanging with like, especially like Superman two. Yeah, she's here hanging with these Kryptonians and with like with this whole thing, and just she's there and she's still like loud she's, and she's like, holding her ground, this, and and she figures out that Clark Kent is Superman and. She cries through some of it, but like she's she's in there. Yeah. And the movie doesn't hit you over the head with this thing. And um, I think of like the uh, uh, I think of Endgame. There's a little there's a moment in Endgame where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, Peter Parker gets knocked and like, hey, he's, how are you going to get over there? Yeah. He's got the we're going to help. And, yeah. And then you see in this chaotic scene, they chose to bring all the female superheroes even the ones that thematically do not make sense for a for the what's about to happen Mm -hmm. and it's just like the girls are gonna do it yeah that's a little and it to me that's almost like don't patronize women yeah like you can give them give them a strong character right yeah i'm i completely disagree with comic book world in saying that you know captain marvel is a strong character um and you can give strong characters without giving the like just these forced moments yeah and i think that in this in birds of prey it's similar in that every single female character goes through this thing where it's like well i'm being abused or i'm not being listened to i'm helpless until you have and it's almost hitting you in the face with this well now we're strong and we're gonna and then they have that that moment in the it you was know, it was the, that was the mo- the moment and the t- at the top of the uh, what was it the fun house or yeah. whatever and then they're like you know they we're not gonna take it they anymore. might as well have just joined hands and then like charged at the bad guys mm-hmm. other bad guys the same guys yeah <laughs> the, we're, we're whatever all bad and, or whatever and, and done it to to you know to you know some sort of you know rock band or whatever um. But yeah, there, there, there was like, I understood what they were trying to go for, but like it towards the end there, it did seem kind of patronizing and, and like downplaying yeah certain aspects of it. 
but it just it there's it and it's it's the same same way with you know men men don't need to be the burly strong like they take everything like you can show a man being vulnerable in the same vein as like you don't have to get the nerd guy like you know revenge of the nerds is a is a funny series of movies right yeah but that's it's supposed to be campy yeah but like you know you have that moment in in uh back to the future where George McFly just looks down and then he punches it like he hits he hits he, Biff yeah yeah he, the, you have that like it's like oh my god so it's a moment whatever but there are some movies that take the nerd guy and it's like yo we're gonna hit you in the face <laughs> with the you don't even have to be big guy like sometimes the nerdy guy can do it yeah and it's like okay give me the character mm-hmm. but you don't like. Put it in in like front like, and that's where I'm trying to tell you this. It's where nuance comes in again. Correct. Nuance. <laughs> nuance is dead in, in current media. Yeah. So it's, it's completely gone. It's it's either it's either non-existent or it's a raging forest fire. Like mm-hmm. you can't have anything in the middle. Um. So the 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 biggest problems I had with this is like basically it's the writing. The writing. The plot on this is as thin as hell. Like okay, so Harley Quinn breaks up with Joker. She goes on like a little self-destructive path and then she's trying like because she doesn't have quote Joker protection anymore. She's assigned to go and find something for another guy or they're going to kill her. And that's it. That's the that's (laughs) That's the the whole the whole thing. So they're trying to hunt a diamond and then like some street thief swallows it. And apparently this is a, a diamond the size of a golf ball. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, and there di- was a story to the diamond too, right? Like yeah, it belonged it was, to some group of whatever. It, well, it belonged to a, a particular family, which ended up being Huntress's family, and then there's like it belonged to her, and like there's a whole thing. But like, diamonds are sharp. Diamonds are hard. You should go get that surgically removed because that's going to tear your intestines out. Yeah, like that seemed dangerous to kind of do it that way. Anyway, like. The whole thing with the sandwich. <laughs> this this is without a doubt a 20, 25 minute section of the movie where she got drunk and she needs her hangover breakfast sandwich that she narrates the the guy reading about or the guy like while he's making it. And she says it's a divey place. It's probably some of the ingredients are probably expired. But it's so delicious and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. And then we proceed with, like, the most, and I refer to it as Tom and Jerry chase scene <laughs> that you can have <laughs> in a live-action movie and and still try and think it's, keep it serious. I'm like, this, I'm like, this kind of thing should be in an Adam Sandler movie. Like, you, this isn't something you should have, like, just random, like, what is going... And, and it's like so the, cliche. To, the the thing about like she and, drops it and bends over to pick it up, and then just at the moment as somebody's shooting at her and accidentally shoots another guy that's chasing her, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, no, no. <laughs> you, you know what I hated about that scene, and and again, I enjoy the fun of it and whatever. It's jokey and blah blah blah. But the thing I hate about it is, like, it's like if I've seen somebody create a Rube Goldberg machine. And I've seen the same Rube Goldberg machine. Like the first time you drop the marble in and it goes and does its thing. Mm-hmm. 
you're like, oh, wow. By the 50th marble, you're like, I know what the fucking machine does. Like, yeah. It's cool. And this is the 50th marble. So it's <laughs> like, how many chase scenes have you had in, and really in cartoons mm-hmm. where somebody's holding on to an egg, a very delicate thing, and yeah. they go through this massive chase scene and they're always like, ooh. An egg, think a of, vase. A, think a, of a Rush Hour 1 where Jackie Chan is holding on to all the little Chinese oh, yeah. artifacts and then as he walks away, somebody shoots it and it yeah. breaks and he's like, he makes the face like, oh. <laughs> I've seen this a thousand times. So it's like the whole time that this whole big build-up sandwich scene is happening. Mm-hmm. You're like, I, she's not going to get the sandwich. I know how it's going to end. Yeah. So yeah. you didn't give, like... Not saying that it's easy. That's why you know if you're a writer in Hollywood, you you're in a prestigious thing. Like it, mm-hmm. it's not easy to do. But give me something where I'm not like, yeah, that, that sandwich is toast. Yeah. Like you, it's it's so that's the part about it that annoys me is like if it's a two second thing, if it's a two minute thing, and then ha ha, yeah, I've seen that before. But when it's so long, <laughs> and I know I know what's happening at the end of it, yeah. I'm just like, that's when you start grabbing for your phone and like, did I finish today's New York Times crossword? <laughs> I was having some trouble in the, in the southeast corner. Yeah. Did I finish that? And you pull it up and you're like, oh, yeah, I did. Damn. Yeah. I wish I had more to do on that crossword because <laughs> this shit is not telling me anything new. And if it had given me like a bit of a twist, then I'd be like, you know what? All right. Cool. Yeah. Plus. You know, 20 points for Hufflepuff, you're good to go. But it, I agree with you. That scene that scene could have gone gone away. <sighs> but again, within the context of the fact that this is a campy movie, mm-hmm. this is a movie that, like, it, it, it gave me what I expected from it. From seeing the first 30 seconds, I'm like, oh, it's one of these. Yeah. And so the whole movie, that's what I got. I got exactly what I expected to get from that. I did not get what I expected to get from the trailers. In the trailer, I thought I was going to get Suicide Squad 3 yeah. the, or 2, two. The, the the Harley Quinn version. Yeah, the Harley Quinn, her, like her group, her, yeah. her chill people. And instead it was, you know. Whatever the fuck this National movie Lampoon's comic book movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And again, like, okay, so real out of the National Lampoon's movie, there's a there's a movies. There's a one that is not as funny as European, you know, mm-hmm. as as the, uh, the, the vacation the and Christmas vacation, all that. And it's not as loopy and zany as some of the later stuff. And that's Loaded Weapon, right? That uh-huh. had Emilio Estevez. And it kind of lampooned the um, Lethal Weapon and those mm-hmm. kind of buddy action movies. Yeah. But that movie tells you right up front, similar to like Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part D. Yeah. They tell you right up front, this is like, this is stupid. This is this is this is over super, the, this is over the top like, stupid. Like yeah. hot, like I still remember uh, Hot Shots. I don't know if it was the first one or the second one. Like. We're going to duel in the old style. First one to die loses. <laughs> yeah. Like stupid shit like that. Where that it's was like, part two. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and so like that's what you expect from a National Lampoon's movie. Mm-hmm. That's what you expect from a Nes- Leslie Nielsen, Nielsen movie. Mm-hmm. But when you're in this universe. Especially when you have you. Okay. 
you have a string of movies that have led up to this, which you're trying to keep in the same vein, which also like, fuck you fans <laughs> for like hitting the Joker over the head so hard in Suicide Squad that like Jared Leto's like, I'm not doing that again. Like he should have been at least a small part of this movie. But, like, he's like, I'm not going back to do Like, they fucking hated me. Like, you know, it's sad Affleck again. Like, unfortunately. But, like... <laughs> that you, had, you have a, a running theme. And you can change tone, you know, bet between movies. But, like, this was just so... Off and different and inconsistent that I just... I felt... I felt... I felt that this was like a disservice to people. It was like, oh, Harley Quinn did really good in Suicide Squad. Quick, <laughs> here's another movie for her. Just a lot, like, and then, and that's what it was. It was just like, oh, the the movie was written on the back of a napkin, while two <laughs> two execs were talking about blowing each other, and then they decided to make a movie. Let me and that's, let me say that's this. what it was. You said, "Fuck the fans." Fuck you, fans. <laughs> and I had to, like, calm myself because I, I could riff off of that for, for months. <laughs> and, you know, talk about the hero you need, deserve, and what all that yeah. other bullshit. You fucking fans, you guys get the movie you fucking deserve. <laughs> like, for real. I'm not even joking. Because you are 100% right about, like, Jared Leto. Like, how many... We didn't even get to see what kind of a Joker he was. Like he had maybe six minutes in that movie from Caesar, like, from back in Caesar Romero, right? Like, and that makeup and fucking mustache. And yeah, from that to like, if you look at Jack Nicholson, mm -hmm. the Jack Nicholson Joker. If you watch the 1989 Batman now, and you look at the Joker dancing in the parade, and like he's at home watching, like all of that, you. Today you look at that and you're like, ugh. Yeah. But we remember it fondly because at the time it was like, holy fuck, there's a whole new take on Joker. Yeah. Same with Dark Knight. You watch Dark Knight now and it's I'm gonna tell you, in thirty years you watch Dark Knight and it didn't age well. Oh, but yeah. it's still a great performance. Oh, and my you God. still remember it well because at the time that it came out, it's surreal. You're like, holy crap. But the reason I say it doesn't age well is because it's the marble. Once you've seen the marble, the marble go through the Rube Goldberg a bunch of times, mm -hmm. you're like, okay, crazy Joker, get yeah. it. Well, that, so, and that was the thing is like I when when that movie came out and Joker was kind of introduced, I was like, this man's dangerous as fuck. Yeah, he's crazy as shit. There, there's something wrong there's, with him. There's something so wrong with him. Like he's walking around somewhere. And I will tell you what is believable too. Like I would believe that that guy exists somewhere in this world, mm -hmm. like that guy. And he's just waiting for that opportunity to get a little to, bit of power to go nuts, to go nuts on some shit. And when, and I'll, I'll admit when I first saw Joaquin Phoenix, when I saw the first trailer to Joker, mm -hmm. I was like, well, no, please. Mm -hmm. But I gave it a shot. Right. And I held my tongue. I just said, okay, I'm gonna let this rock. And, it, and everything I saw past that got better. And even now, you know, there's parts of me that have that Emperor's New Clothes kind of. Was it really awesome, though? Like, because you still question, what did I see? Yeah. Even though you know what you saw was good. You're not 100% sure why, but you're not 100% sure that you don't know why. Like, you know, you yeah. enjoyed it. 
and, and I and I enjoyed <laughs> and I enjoyed Joker. I thought overall it was a good movie. Was it necessarily like a Joker movie, or could you have done the same thing with the guy who played Barney the Dinosaur? <laughs> like, because overall, yeah. like, there weren't a whole lot of things that were like, this is the Joker. This is just Joker. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, you could have played, replaced that with Barney or, you know, Mr. Rogers or whoever. Like, you could have put that same kind of spin on it. And the movie didn't necessarily fly. It didn't necessarily have to change a whole lot. So, so, but the th- my point is when you see like somebody like Jared Leto who agreed, got six minutes and maybe you could bust that down to four without the like extended. Yeah. Right. In a movie that was supposed to be the guardians of the galaxy of the DC, like just, yeah. just, Hey, here's the side stuff that's happening. Oh, he sucks. It's the same as like Ben Affleck as Batman. Like, it's unlikely. But when they first said that Robert Downey Jr. was going to be Tony Stark, people were like the drunk, the the, the guy, the guy, the guy who was so high and wasted, he was breaking into people's houses. The guy from Home for the Holidays, that dude (laughs) is going to be, you know, like he's going to be Tony Stark. I don't get it. Yeah. Same as Chris Evans. Chris Evans was. In the like Fantastic Four movie, mm-hmm. let's not let's not forget. Yeah, and he was in they, not another. The first time the, I saw Chris Evans was in not another teen movie. Exact same. I was gonna say that same. Thing. That's the guy <laughs> who and and so walking we, around with Rip Queen on his dick. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 Captain America. Yeah, and now he's doing full dramatic things on on Apple TV Plus, and he's got. I think he just launched like some sort of like activist website. Like, give these motherfuckers a chance to do the thing that they're gonna do. Yeah. Before you're like, no, I don't want to see it. Yeah. Because what's gonna be left is, you know, they're gonna, oh, the audiences don't want to see that. Hey, what you have on the back of that napkin? <laughs> Show me that. Yeah. Anyway, so, but but I feel I feel, and there's talk. I don't know how true this is. There's talk of a Jared Leto Joker movie, and I'm like, you know what? I'd like to see it because bring it. I feel he put enough effort into developing his version of the character for that that he deserves a shot to to have his own thing and let it be fucking awesome. Um but you know, people just ridiculed ridiculed the hell out of it and I was like, "Oh, he looks like Takashi 69." And I'm like, "I guess a, a little bit, but <laughs> No, I didn't even hear that. Like, You've fuck never, you. you didn't, so he's <laughs> you didn't got hear that? he's got his hair. Like, okay, let me tell you. Let me describe. He's got tattoos all of his face. He's got tattoos. Whatever. Which do you know what look like means, people? <laughs> like, I mean, a t- does he look like Mike Tyson? He has tattoos over his face, and he's had a grill at some point. Does he look like Lil Wayne? Like. What does that mean? He uh, looks like Takashi Six Nine. There's something it's, wrong with it's people. People throwing hate. It's there is something really hate. wrong with motherfuckers. Like, oh, he's got tattoos. Do you know how tattoos? I want to look up what kind of industry tattooing is. Like, how much? <laughs> everybody's got tattoos, and most people who have like I just have minor tattoos, like here mm-hmm. and there. But like, there are people like walk in California and see yeah. how many people have tattoos all over the place, right? Yeah. So 
do they look like Takashi six <laughs> nine? Oh, he has dyed hair. Really? You want to go? That's those are the things you're gonna go with. Is a grill tattoos and dyed hair? Yeah. First off, the dyed hair. Let's discount that off the bat because if you're coming at me as the Joker and you have regular colored hair, <laughs> then you missed a meeting somewhere. And so, like, I mean, come on, like people are dumb. Yeah. So See, I, I hadn't heard that, so that's why it set me <laughs> off. Like I had not heard like he looks like. Oh, get the fuck out of here. So, anyway, so. So, this whole thing stems into, like, movie trope after bad acting sequence. And I don't even want to get into, like, we're in, I, I feel we're in spoiler territory now or whatever. But, like, she goes into a police station with a grenade launcher. And, like... <laughs> a glitter grenade launcher. It's gr- glitter grenade. There's some actual explosive yeah. in here but like yeah there there happens to be some glitter on the outside so it's fancy when it gets when it goes off but not one cop pulls a gun on this bitch they all try and punch her in the face and you know fight her with a nightstick and stuff i'm like no when you hear explosions in a police station everyone is gonna come running <laughs> yep. with their guns out and blow this bitch away like, especially <laughs> when it's unknown it's not like harley quinn is not known yeah exactly it's not like oh who's this little lady it's like holy fuck that's that psycho bitch is out (laughs) (laughs) somebody let her out everybody aim your guns yeah so yeah agreed 100 and that was another like 15 minute segment and what she's got and again if you if and uh, (laughs) i struggle to say this because if you view it from the lens of this is happening in her head. Mm-hmm. So there's a good chance that she had something bigger than the grenade launcher or something else. Or maybe there was only two people. She went there during like shift swap or whatever. Whatever. Right. Yeah. But it's just laid on so thick that I had to come up with that to give the movie an excuse <laughs> so that I could keep watching. It's like, like this it's, is happening in her head. It's like experiencing a pain so deep your brain creates another place for <laughs> yeah. it to go so it doesn't have to experience that. Correct. And so like that's if there's a there's a good way to do that. Like show me a flash of what's really happening, mm-hmm. right? Um that's one thing. Like show me that the police station's really empty and she's shooting at nobody. Yeah. Great. Like if you show me a half a second of that, then I'm like, ah, I get it. But nut, just showing me ball. that yeah. now I'm like, well, I guess it's in her mind. I don't know. <laughs> I have to say that so that I could keep watching because I bought this damn thing. Like yeah. there's no refunds on this shit. And then she then she lets a bunch of prisoners out, and then there's a gratuitous fight with the sprinklers going off. And then I'm like, that's just a, a reason to get her wet never fight i'm like okay cliche after cliche and then and then and then she gets away in a in a vehicle and i'm like this is like you're in a you're a long time in a police building a swat team's not showing up nothing after the grenade launcher and prisoners are being let go like not like you just drive More importantly, you just drove away in a stolen like something that was out of the evidence locker i would have been fine if they had given you know forget the swat team we're in gotham oh yeah <laughs> you didn't even give me like even a, just a casual throwaway line like the you know the the Wayne Foundation is in Zimbabwe doing a, a yeah. benefit nothing yeah. just I'm supposed to believe similarly to how like 
you know, while Iron Man is going on, none of the event like this guy's about to blow shit up. <laughs> none of none of the Avengers come around in Iron Man three. Like now, now we've established. Yeah, Avengers is <clears throat> is clearly established. We know they exist. So they're in the world. You know, uh, Captain America's riding around on his motorcycle. He can't pick up the phone and talk to Nick Fury and be like, "Hey, let me get over to Tony's." Like he seems like he's something. Some, something's he's, going down. He's over in some there. shit. Yeah. You know, like there's an international terrorist or whatever, but like even you know, Marvel learned later where you have these lines are like me, me and Jane Foster broke up, and yeah, that kind of stuff. But here, it's not like you're. You could say you could say like you know, well, Winter Soldier was happening during that or blah blah blah. But this is Gotham. Yeah, if there's one city, it's like you know, if there's one city that Spider Man. Spider-Man stays in New York City mm-hmm. and he handles stuff in New York City. So yeah. if something's going down in New York City, you're going to see Peter Parker there. Period. Case closed. Done. Yeah. Full stop. More so than that. <laughs> like <laughs> Batman's going to show up to a police station getting fucking in Gotham. Him. Like m- more than Spider-Man's affinity to New York and Spider-Man is synonymous with goddamn New York. Yeah. More than that is Batman's tie to gotham i could see batman in the middle of apocalypse fighting dark side with superman and some alarm goes off on his belt that somebody's <laughs> robbing first national <laughs> something in gotham and he's like oh gotta scare some motherfuckers yeah i'll be right back clark <laughs> whoosh and off he goes i could see that happening so here's the thing where it's like yo some shit is like some serious yeah. shit is happening, and we know we know we don't want this to be a Batman movie. We want this to be the, the Birds of Prey, Prey movie. But like, there's well, give not, me something. Give there's me, not a threat of it even happening. Give me something unbelievable, like like the Zimbabwe thing. Like Bruce yeah, Wayne's not going to Bruce, Zimbabwe, but Bruce, Bruce Wayne is currently like on the on the on the West Coast or East Coast. I don't know which coast Gotham is in. See. This is also another thing where fucking Batman v Superman fucks some shit up. Is I always thought of Metropolis as L.A. and Gotham as New York, like opposite sides of the country, kind of a thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're across the river from each other. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> like that's shitty writing. Like you just needed Batman to get there really quick, and you're like, oh, how do we do it? They just put the Two major cities right next to each other. Like, yeah, it's just, that's fine. I'm like, I was like, it, like, it couldn't even be as far as like Boston to New York. It's like, it's literally across a river. And I'm like, <sighs> I think, I think in, in when I watch movies, I expect movies like Batman v Superman to be the premiere, the, the I go there. The centerpieces. Yeah. If I go there with a scalpel to chip away at this plot, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna want to. I want I want every AAA title, and I use the video game term on purpose. Yeah. To be Civil War. I want every single one of them to be Infinity War. I want every single one of them to be like, oh, I enjoyed that so much that I'm not even gonna. It's gonna take me months to get to plot holes. Yeah, I w- I want this to be great, so that's the standard I have for movies like this, like Birds of Prey. My standard is a lot lower. Now, Birds of Prey still didn't like, still just fell just shy of that. Yeah, because there's so <laughs> much like the, 
like I can I can bat away certain plot things and in my mind come up with excuses for it. But there's just so much that I can't matrix dodge all the bad. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> that's where I'm like, okay, I would give this a solid six and a half if I'm being generous, a seven out of ten. Like yeah. that's where I'm in the sixty five to seventy range with this movie. Yeah. As in like when I watched it, I'll see it to the end. Yeah. I laughed it, a couple times. It's a to me it was a four out of ten. Maybe if I'm generous a five. Like it broke broke even. Would I watch it again on purpose? Like just me? No. Like if it was like a friend of mine never saw it and wants to watch it with me. Yeah. Be like, all right, yeah, I guess I can put that on while I, I'm I, I'll checking go, Facebook. I'll go or something. through some of those when I'm like marathoning some stuff. I was like, I'm gonna watch all of the DC movies. I'm gonna watch, you know, up to Avengers one this weekend or something like that. Like, you know, go through all of them. Like, if that, there was, that, yeah, if it was part of another group of movies, I wouldn't skip it. Yeah, but would I just sit down like you? I'm if gonna, you told me tomorrow, like, hey, do you want to watch Winter Soldier by yourself? Yeah. yeah, I'll put that on. Doctor Strange? Yeah, of course. Man of Steel, even. Yeah, I'll watch Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. You going to watch Birds of Prey by yourself? Probably not. Nah. Like, I enjoyed the viewing that I had of it, but there's no reason to do another one. Yeah. So, I just... Yeah, I couldn't... <laughs> and, and and here's the thing. is like it, it seemed like they were trying to learn their lesson from stuff that they were doing, you know... When when Justice when when Batman v Superman kind of fell flat and then they had so much criticism, it's like, oh well, let's try and upturn Justice League and make it a little happier and bouncier and whatever. And then they were like, no, too much. And, like, and they're like, oh well, let's take it back down and try and even it out a little bit. And they did Aquaman. Aquaman was all right. It wasn't great. I would give Aquaman probably a six and a half, seven. Like it was. Oh, all- I'm so glad that we didn't do that episode because <laughs> see, that's another one where I'm like. <sighs> Aquaman to me was like a three. <laughs> it was all right comparatively to the other stuff. Like it was, it it was. Uh, I felt they were like, okay, they're they're trying, they're they're tr- they're starting to find where they're supposed to be, and then they hit this, and I'm like, fucking nope. It's and you just- know, you know, just to hit on this real quick, the reason that um, Aquaman is where it is with me is because where Birds of Prey had one scene that was that Tom and Jerry chase scene that mm-hmm. you know how it's going to end. The entirety of Aquaman was <laughs> like every single th- plot point that got added to that movie was like, Oh, did it seem like it was trying to be national treasure? Like, did it seem like that to you? It, it, it seemed like that to me, to me, it just seemed like it was like, it was, it was it just hitting you in the head with cliche after cliche. You're the chosen one and you're the guy and it's your, it's your it's, birthright. You're the son. And, and that's the, the uh, that's the bad guy. And you have to go. And now not only uh, it turns out, we're going to have a big fight with everybody watching right on the ship. And yeah. everybody, you know, it's like by the time that movie ended, I was like, yeah, okay. The special effects are all right, but. I can't. It was a pretty. I can't suspend it was, disbelief. It was a pretty movie. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. then after that, you're like, yeah. So, so on that, on I think there's a good point to uh, to talk about upcoming DC movies. Um, and right, yeah. So we overall, have- I would say like this movie was a downturn from where we've been. Yeah. 
how much of a downturn depends on whether you talk to to you or me. Yeah. But still a downturn. Right. Um but anyway, I I feel that it was a downturn, but like we have this this next one which I think is supposed to have come out already, but you know, you know, 2020's third apocalypse, you know, whatever is <laughs> taking time and it's, it'll come out one day. It'll come out one day. But like the next one is Wonder Woman 84, which I'm interested in. The trailer looks pretty cool. I'm worried they're going to try and do too much of the Guardians of the Galaxy thing that they kind of did where it's like a lot of like themed and period music or whatever. And I'm curious about her giant gold outfit that may or may not have wings, but I'll wait. I'll wait to see the movie. I'm hopeful. The first Wonder Woman was great. I'm sure this one will be good. Please, I, uh, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in a similar boat. Like, what I'm hoping is that they allow Wonder Woman to be great on her own mm-hmm. instead of forcing the Wonder Woman is great theme down your throat. Yeah, like I'm very hopeful because it seems to be the same people doing this. So <laughs> they did a good job with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Gal Gadot has gotten into that role and she's like she was the the one saving grace to me with Batman v Superman mm-hmm. by a hair. Yeah. And um so yeah, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic. Um so that's the that's the next one. Next year we've got a promise, an an innuendo of Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League, which I don't know how you feel about that. We haven't really talked about that. We, we haven't. We in our group message with you know our other friends and family, like we kind of mentioned it, and we're like, yeah, that's a thing that's happening. And I think that's kind of all the, the where we left it off. But that could be a whole nother video. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is the thing, and I know I've already mentioned. The 70s era Superman movies, right? Right. Superman 4. Was, <laughs> eh, you say the same for Superman 3. Superman 3 and 4 were different levels of atrocities. <laughs> right? <laughs> Superman 3. Superman 3. The only thing that saved Superman 3 was the fact that Richard Pryor is funny. Yeah. Right? And overall, it, it was just a campy movie that, like... It was just funny. Right? Yeah. Like there were parts of it that were funny. And the other thing was that it inspired part of the plot of Office Space, which right. which is a classic. Yeah. So that's fine. Superman 4 was, there was zero in that uh, one. Like when I saw that movie. That's, that's the one where there's like the clone thing, right? The, the. The anti the anti Superman or whatever not not the clone it was the uh, the guy who came from the sun and I yeah. forget his name I don't give a fuck if you hate me for forgetting his name no fuck, no like, one cares I don't care <laughs> like I whatever he's the guy who came from the, like they threw nuclear shit into the sun they they put some hair from Superman they, into a, with, into a pile of primordial goo threw it through the sun and it came back with a guy in it with a blonde dude that, <laughs> you know whatever that had nails I don't know whatever the fuck. It, <laughs> It was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. Superman 2, however, yeah. was incredible. Mm-hmm. Was incredible. Terrence Stamp is, a is to me, will always be like 
there's no Zod but Terrence Stamp to me. <laughs> Neil before Zod, like that's where yeah. that, like that, I hear it, like just how you hear Mark Hamill when you hear the Joker, mm-hmm. I hear Terrence Stamp when I hear Zod, right? And so that deserves a Richard Donner cut because there was some yeah. controversy and blah, 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 blah. I'm sure that if you gave, you know, any movie, like if you say, hey, Steven Spielberg, come get. Come take, come take E.T. You've got another $50 million. Do something with it. Yeah. Oh, name a horrible movie. Like take a, take a low budget, oh, like a shitty movie, movie and give it to Spielberg and he'll do something with it. Yeah. And, and you deserve that. Like, yeah. okay, cool. You. But but the movie doesn't deserve that, right? So that's my thing is like Justice League, like Superman 2 on its own is a great movie. Mm -hmm. Richard Donner got booted off the project and he had his own interpretation of a lot of the movie. Like if you go on YouTube, you actually see like a shot for shot difference in how he shot certain scenes and how especially like the ending, it's... It gives a different color to it. Is it better? Is it worse? That's up to, you know, it's subjective. Uh, yeah. But the truth is, it's it's there, and it's not like, well, we're going to take a second bite at the apple. It's just like, hey, you really like this movie? Well, here's what it would have looked like. Let me give you a different angle yeah. at a movie that you already like. I feel like with the Snyder Cut, even if it's better, it's almost like, well, then why didn't you do that to begin with? Yeah. It's like when I first saw the um, Batman v Superman. Uh, extended. Extended. What was it? They call it the ultimate edition or something. The Yeah, the ultimate. The ultimate edition. Which they should have done that that way because it filled in a lot of holes about like, first of all, why is Jimmy Olsen in the desert and mm-hmm. murdered? Um there's some interviews that Clark goes and does his investigative reporting. There's some stuff about like with Bruce Wayne going off and doing it's his, still not it's his still detective not a great stuff. movie, but it's still not a great movie. But like they were some needed scenes yeah. for con just for context <laughs> and and moving the story along. Line. It saved uh, it would have if they just said you know and and this is a thing that I that I hate in the in the movie industry like if you have three hours of movie to tell, mm-hmm. fucking tell me three hours of movie. Yeah, don't. Make a three-hour movie and then be like, well, you know. You only got an hour and 45. So we're going to start cutting stuff because when I first saw Batman v Superman, I went in thinking. Yes. Yeah. And I went out thinking. What? What, what just <laughs> happened? I don't. Did I fall asleep? Like, I, lo- I looked at people like, yo, I was awake for the whole thing, right? I feel like I missed something. Yeah. And then when I saw the, the extended cut, I'm like, oh, okay, that's. Yeah, exactly. That was that wasn't there. You didn't tell me that. See, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's and now still, we're, now we're sitting on this side looking like did like like you left something out of the movie and we're raging and then people are on the internet. People wrote letters you know, <laughs> and, and it was like you just need to leave like fifteen minutes in the movie and then we're good. But nope, couldn't do that. So so but the only reason I'm interested in seeing the Snyder cut and is like for, first of all, I don't know where they're going with some of this shit. There, it's got not. It's not the DC, you know, movie universe. It's the worlds of DC. So that's why we're having multiple Jokers, multiple Batman, multiple this, multiple and that. Don't and I'm don't like, are get we, it twisted. 
the worlds of DC just means we we realize we screwed up with the first exactly. few movies. Exactly. And, and so we're, here's our reboot that we this is what we were always going to do. Yeah. We're not going to give you just one universe. It's the worlds of DC. Yeah. So, so yeah. So now I'm like, okay, so we're doing this. We the the first one already exists. It's got its Blu-ray. It's got its 4 4K 3D version that you can go out and purchase. Now we're going to have this version. Which version are we following? <laughs> because if we're going to continue stuff on, like what's what's happening? But also, like I'd like to keep a theme with like the person who was given the reins to kind of do five movies, got through three of them, had to leave, and then they remade the third one to fit somebody else, and just kind of keep the thematic consistent throughout the you know Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Justice League, kind of keep that theme and see where it would have gone. But, I mean, you can't rewrite stuff, can you? I mean, I no, guess I mean, like, well, what, it's already been released and accepted. What it seems like is going to happen is they're going to take the raw footage that's normally <clears throat> chopped into bits. And yeah, they, it's, you know, it's and Henry then, Cavill walking around without a mustache and without a cape, and they're digitally adding a cape instead of a mustache now or whatever. Yeah. And or, so they're going to give that raw footage and then we're going to get the Snyder cut. And so it's not like they're going to reshoot anything. It's not like they're going to rewrite anything. And if it is, it's probably going to be minor. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not a whole new movie. It's going to be the same movie. Yeah. And maybe there was an, an alternate ending that they're going to go with instead, or an alternate scene here, an alternate scene there. But the nuts and bolts of the movie, from my understanding, are going to be the same. Well, yeah, well, um, we'll, we'll see. I also heard that this isn't going to be a movie. It's going to be a miniseries. So it's going to be like. No, fuck that. It's going to be like three hour long miniseries. Yeah, on fuck you. If it's a miniseries, you you get 10 minutes of my attention on this to get me to be like, yeah, I want to sit. But you only get one sitting. Yeah. Like if you don't <laughs> ca- if you don't got me in the first 10 minutes, I'm out. But if you after if it's an hour and then you're like to be continued, mm-mm, nah. <laughs> nah, you're not fooling this man. I'm yeah. I'm too old and too Cut. smart. It's like too oh, wily you, for you to catch you, me with that trap. You got mm-hmm. you got the first month of HBO. Uh, what's what's it, the home uh, Max box? HBO Max? You know this came out on November fifth. Check out episode two on, yeah. on uh, November uh. on December December fifth. So you got to keep your HBO Max. Nah, man. <laughs> um, so, so, so there. So, so there's that's... there's a Zack Snyder's Justice League. Then we got the Suicide Squad, as opposed to Suicide <laughs> Squad, which is now um, uh, what's his name, Gun. Um, oh, uh, James Gun. James, yeah, James Gun. James Gun, who's doing that one, but Will Smith isn't coming back. But Margot Robbie, I think, is so. Whatever. And then we have... That's another one that, that I'm cautiously optimistic for again. Cautiously optimistic. You get a guy who's like kind of done this already with different mm-hmm. characters and we'll see where he goes with it. But like he's back on Guardians 3 so like that's all I really cared about. Good. Um, And then we have Robin... Pa- Robert Pattinson's Batman. Yeah. Alright, like, so... <laughs> and I'm like, 
so for Robert Pattinson, I, I make the I make the same Chris Evans argument. Like, let him do his thing. Yeah. Yes, he was in four horrendous. Like we just saw these. Like we went through the. Me and my wife went through these oh. and laughed at each other recently. We saw all five <laughs> fucking Twilight movies, and we were like, "What? What is this?" Yeah. We had seen them before, right? And then we were like, "So just on the premise, like shiny vampires." Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, so he was in that. Uh-huh. But again, Chris Evans. I mean, you name it. You name everybody's been in some silly shit, right? So well, what was um, uh, before he got into Fast and the Furious, Vin Diesel. Like he was in some rough shit early on, and then he hit. Mm-hmm. Then he hit boiler room. And they're like, oh, maybe the guy can act. And then got into Fast and the Furious, and then Triple X, and then now he's and now he he's said a, no, he can't. But he's <laughs> but now he's a big star. Yeah, yeah, but he can do like blockbuster movies. Yeah, but so he's got he's got one speed. Let, let this guy that's, do. That's a pun. <laughs> Vin Diesel's got one speed. I like that. <laughs> I'm so funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let let Robert Pattinson do Batman. Yeah, give him give him a shot. Give him a shot. Give him the shot that you didn't give Ben Affleck. Um please. And <laughs> Ben Affleck, I think if you, you again, like Ben Affleck, I think could have been like I liked him as Bruce Wayne. I thought he looked good as as Batman, but like you start hating on him for like just doing lines and it's like give him a chance to do some of the acting and yeah. stuff, you know? Like Mm-hmm. You know, he had a rough script with Batman v Superman, and then like he's done just he did Justice League twice now, and he's like, I did it the one time with Snyder, and I go back and do all of it all over, over again, but different, and I had to say some cheesy lines. Kevin Smith is making fun of me, <laughs> <laughs> but that's allowed. Yeah, Kevin Smith can make fun of Ben Affleck. Yeah, they're um, they're buddies. Release Dogma. Let let me get Dogma on fucking digital already. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> um, Shazam Two is a gimme. Shazam One was great, and I if think you can't Shazam get 2... Shazam Two right, then fuck you. Stop making these movies. Yeah. Like Shazam Two should be awesome. Just all you have to do, you could do the exact same, like minus the origin story. Mm-hmm. You could just do Shazam One over again, right? Yeah. Only this time, just bring Black Adam in. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Just do that. And give me the jokes and give me the whatever. That's it. Mm -hmm. And it'll be great. If you fuck up Shazam 2, then forget all the other movies that I'm cautiously optimistic about (laughs) or don't want to see or whatever. Stop stop Uh, doing DC movies, period. Bring somebody else in who cares because that's a gimme. Out of all the movies on this list, Shazam 2 should be the easiest to get right. Like that should be... I should go in there, watch it, and leave like, yo, that was, I like that. That yeah. was good. But anyway. So that one's yours to lose, guys. Uh, <laughs> don't screw it up. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. They've got to be feeling pressure. You, you might get They've made fun s- of on a uh, on a podcast that you never heard of. <laughs> like people whose opinions don't really mean anything. Word. Um, but anyway, that's that was our our take on on. Miss Quinn Zell doing her her thing. I I was I was interested in the movie and then I you know I left and I was like why do I try? 
<laughs> Why do I bother? Like, is uh, I'm supposed to have my eyes locked on a thing, not rolling on, rolling them in the back of my head the the entire movie. I'm mean, gonna end up missing things. But I uh, I appreciate it. I'm again. I'm Adam. You can find me on Instagram at Tatooine Hermit. I am Jeff, and uh, you can find me Zeus and Jeff on your social media of choice. Yep. And well, so, let's say Twitter and Instagram. Twitter and if you Instagram. try to look it for Zeus and Jeff on uh, MySpace or Friendster, you're not going to find it. <laughs> it won't be there. Yeah. Or even Snapchat. I'm not on Snapchat. Uh, so, yeah. And if you want to have this discussion, you can find End of a Species on Twitter at End of a Species. You can also find us uh, End of a Species at Yahoo.com or send us an email. Yeah. There is an end of a species Instagram that gets used from time to time, but vaguely. <laughs> but you could you could find end of a species on there. Yeah, also. you can find us there. So remember to like, comment, subscribe. Like, comment, and subscribe. There, bats. <laughs> Yo, if if Mark Hamill, even if he was mad at that, like if he hits <laughs> us up, I'm I'm jumping out my window. <laughs> it's worth it. It's totally worth it. So, all right. Later, guys.